0: This is the JJO Morning Show podcast with Johnny and Dee. Listen, rate, subscribe.
1: Uh, this is pretty cool. So uh, Lance is in since Johnny is not. Yep. Um, and Lance brought in. Lance brought in a special guest. He c- Seriously? C- carried me in his pocket. He did. <laughs> A little backpack I'm a,
2: Yeah, like Yoda I brought him in Totally yeah.
1: did. <laughs> I can be your backpack While you're on uh, Matt from Mudvayne is here Hi, welcome Good morning uh, It's nice that you're on the show I love Earlier off the air You were saying something That I relate to so much I'm like, ah, I got old man hours. Go to bed at nine. I'm up at five. I was like, yes, bro. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I was yeah. complaining about
2: being like tired all the time, and I'm like, yeah, I'm swearing on the morning show, and and then you're like, well, I get up at five anyway, and I'm like, well, yeah, I get up at four, but I go to yeah. bed at like two. Yeah,
3: I've
4: uh, <laughs> I've always been a morning person. I'm kind of like that anti rock guy. No, I've already I've done I've I've had I've already done my uh, session of meditation. I already did my my yoga session. Yeah. Went through the news, read my email, you know. Oh, man, that's great. The morning routine. <laughs> yeah, well, the, the whole morning thing, yeah. I love well, that. Yeah, because you're off, right? You had the big tour, and then... Yep, yep. So, uh, yeah, the the funny thing, if we're talking sleeping schedules, so I go to... When I'm home, I go to bed before I would go on stage. Right. So I'm literally... <laughs> like, you're literally just catching me now, like, it's just been the past couple of days of, like... Shifting my whole s- schedule by 12 hours and I've it's been like a wreck. I've been having a brutal brutal, brutal hard time with
2: it Yeah, yeah totally.
1: totally well because we'll have bands in for the sound lounge too And I mean you're you know, you're asking them to sing at 7 in the morning. Yeah, that's not is, gonna happen Which it's if you so talk bad. to any
4: singer no, that's his number one. Yeah, yeah absolutely rest, totally. rest
1: 100% and I go like thinking about you having to go on tour and shift your schedule that much, we are, we're what? such whiny babies. Yeah. I know, I'm complaining, I'm, I'm like, like oh, well, if I, I go it, to it, a weeknight <laughs> show, I'm like not the same <laughs> for four days.
4: <laughs> yeah, I mean, so I've got my my Garmin watch and I do all my telemetry and I started doing this like two years ago when, when the band started kicking back up and like I, I started realizing that uh, an hour and 20 minute set is basically the same as running a 10K so on top of like having to shift my schedule and like go on stage at nine forty, I'm basically running a ten k you know oh, at, yeah. at eleven o'clock at night <laughs> right. and so you don't just do that and then, and then go to you bed. Know, then go to bed so like i'm up until and i'm i'm like a not a sleeping kind of person like i'm up i'm the one i'm the last one up on the bus up until oh, six yeah, yeah. up until six so See, I'm literally like
2: it's kind of how I am too. I do the same thing. I mm-hmm. just can't. I'm always the first that's up, and I'm yep. always the
4: last to go to sleep. Yeah, that's totally me. Uh, one of my one of my crew guys uh, over Christmas gave me a little a little inspirational sleep book. <laughs> okay, to try to it was this subtle kind of like it was like in a gift was box. Was it good? It night,
1: was it good night moon? I
4: don't. Even, I, <laughs> yeah. it, it ended up on a pile. It's not going to help me. Or right, the
1: Samuel Jackson yeah. go the after sleep. Yeah. So speaking of the tour and whatever else, mm-hmm. uh, it's gotta be a trip coming, uh, cause I just think about my age and where I was at when Mudvayne first started sure. and obviously the, the tight relationship JJO and Mudvayne have mm-hmm. had throughout the whole years, but how different my mindset is now compared to back then. And it's oh, yeah. gotta oh, yeah. be the same for you.
4: Yeah. I mean, obviously, you know, the band's been, we're going on 30 years, um, we're all different people and, Mm. and, uh, you know, making records and touring and all of it changes, changes everyone. I, you know, I didn't tour for almost a decade. So, so, I mean, there's like two sides of it, like coming back out, it was like, just like a, just the day had passed and it was like completely natural Uh, walking back up on the bus. It was like, Oh gosh, I've come, come back to home. Um, but, you know, crowds of people, and it's after being a middle aged dude at home, you know, like just <laughs> <laughs> sit around, you know, don't leave the house for four days on it. Oh, I got to go get groceries. Okay. Yeah. But, and I mean, they are like, talk yourself out of it. I don't want to do that. Uh, it was, it was, uh, it was, it was, I mean, there was adjustment. Um, I'm really enjoying it. It's been a lot more fun than I expected. Um, this last tour that we just did was. The, probably the best tour that I've ever done. That and was the li- Wimmer Festivals, right? No, the, no, no, the- no, 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 no. We just finished doing um, a headliner shed tour with Cold Chamber, Guarr, Nonpoint, yeah. and Butcher Babies. Very cool. Oh, yeah, yeah, we did Wimmer shows back in twenty one. So we've done. Okay. So there's been like a three year cycle now. We we did the Wimmer um, fa- Fall Festivals in twenty one. Last year we did a similar um, you know summer a shed tour with co headlining with uh, Rob Zombie, and then this year we did our did our own. So I mean, it was a tour tour. It was like a normal tour, but like Coal Chamber, like that's awesome. Uh, it was. I hadn't seen those dudes for like over fifteen years, and yeah. like, it, you know, like
2: we just saw Meigs. He was at at, uh, at Taste. Oh, he's playing guitar with Gemini. Syndrome. No doubt, yeah. what?
4: Yeah, I can't believe he didn't tell me. He knows I'm from Madison because he obviously that's where yeah. we ran into. Yeah, that little. Mm. So we're getting we're getting ready to uh, we're getting ready to do Australia with them in in yeah, February. That's what I saw, yeah. So. And actually, like, M- Mikey, the drummer, was, like, texting me on Sundays, like, oh, my God, I'm going to see you in February. <laughs> he was, like, just, like, cute. Like, yeah. bro, I miss you already. We're going to do Australia. I was like. That's so awesome. uh, we did shows with them, like, f- 98 or whatever. And we weren't oh, even man. signed at the time. And it was like, uh, those d- dudes are really scaring me. You <laughs> <know>? <laughs> very scary. Um, but, like, that whole coming back around and then seeing friends like that. And it was just the whole tour was Longer. Super And so I'm I'm really enjoying all that. Like, yeah. So, I mean, but
2: still in between that time, you were still doing things like audiotopsy, you know, we did
4: Greg and I did audiotopsy for, for a minute. That was a vanity project. Basically, yeah. um, we did, I mean, we shot our own video. Like we filmed the, like one of the videos that's up on YouTube. Probably, mm-hmm. Maybe it isn't. Anyway, I don't know. Um, we, I, me, and a friend did all the artwork. We did all the merch ourselves. It was like literally like a vanity thing where it was our little baby kind of thing. Sure. It was a lot of fun. Um, we produced it, recorded. it. But other than that, uh, I do some people kind of deep mud vein stuff. I do like electronic music. I'm into a bunch of weird stuff. I read this because <laughs> yeah. yeah, like the I weird, was doing... the weird dude is <laughs> in the room. that's so crazy. <laughs> you know, you know.
2: So, yeah, we were talking that night when we were drinking. You mm-hmm. know, and Yeah, I don't remember much of that, by the way. Oh, me neither. Yeah. Yeah, we call, I texted you in the morning. I was like, oh,
4: boy. Oh. We had yeah. to go right back at it. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, oh. You did. So did you. You had the wine. That's right. I was. I, <laughs> I, had, I had cracked a very fine 2008 Chablis. It was a Grand Cru Chablis. Oh, yeah. Some See, cheese and a little cheese spread. Yeah. I had some
2: Bush Light. <laughs> well,
4: but, okay, so as a side note, and I'm the master of, like, uh, rabbit holes, so keep me on track, but, like, has anybody had Bushlight Light Apple? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, my. That's God. it? <laughs> I, the Bushlight Light Peach was okay, but Bushlight Light Apple. It's good. So, so the band has, we, we, we have a whole, and this is more of a Ryan and I thing, we have a whole dad beer tradition. Uh, I'm a dad beer fanatic, so... We maybe would have talked about this, like hams. I'm a huge hams freak. Yeah, uh, Old style hams, Milwaukee light, best. Um, yeah. Ice <laughs> is like, oh yeah. So anyway. Uh, I, ice I, no ice is no. bad.
1: The hams is, all the people are drinking hams I'm a so. huge, yeah. Schlitz.
4: Schlitz. So the thing with Schlitz, um, it was bought out maybe about 10, 15 years ago and they went back to the original, original formula. Original formula. Yeah. So uh, Schlitz is my Indy 500 drink. Really? Well, that's like, oh, yeah, I always get a six pack for Indy 500. For...
2: You'd get along with my dad because he drinks <laughs> oh, wait, all well, that. Like, hey, that's it's cheap. That's well, dad beer. That's exactly <laughs> <Yeah>. dad beer. <laughs>
3: he loves that.
4: Yep. Pabst and all that. Um, nope, no Pabst. No. Pabst Blue Ribbon. Uh, he- well, no, what is it? Heineken. Yeah. Do you know yeah. from Blue Velvet?
2: Oh, yeah, that's say right. It. Blue. Oh, I can't remember that whole thing. It was thing, Dennis but, Hopper. Yeah, oh, I remember. Heineken, F that. Because we were talking about acid <laughs> bath, and they used a lot of samples uh, from that.
0: Oh, yeah. People, relax. What a complete waste. We are killing it online.
2: Have you guys checked the comments? Of
0: cyberspace. <laughs>
2: Smoke that skin wagon says, you guys are killing it. The
0: JJO Morning Show Podcast.
2: We're internet sensations.
0: Johnny and D, nowhere but JJO. So, yeah. <laughs>
2: It's so right before we were. Yeah.
1: And it's well known uh, that Lance hates listening to his own band. Uh, like oh. when people play it on the jukebox. Or yes, I mean, get like it? Yeah. You get it? It's cool and everything,
2: but and you no, want to hear? No, it. no but yes, I don't like
1: hearing <laughs> it my own. So Dig comes on and Matt just starts. I don't. There was like some sort of convulsion
3: happening <laughs> over there. Uh. He's like,
4: no oh God, why? <laughs> Get the fingernails <laughs> off the chalkboard, please. Good, because we'll play audio topsy
1: too. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, I, I,
4: yeah, I'm cool talking about that. <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't remember what what those songs sound like either. I don't so,
1: to it. I think it's pretty fascinating that uh, starting the tour back up, you hadn't even touched a drum in how many years? Yeah.
4: So we were mentioning that off air. I so we came off tour in September of 2009, and um. Events led to conversations starting about uh, a reunion, possibly touring in 2019, and it was like, "Oh, oh, yeah, that means I have to play drums, right?" Oh man! Yeah, it was so it was, and I hadn't played, you know, for for you know, 12 years.
2: Yeah, and it's not like you're playing AC/DC, maybe No, not no, t- not at all. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and
4: so, yeah, yeah. um, yeah, callus is gone, obviously. Um, all of it, yeah. Ugh. So I committed to it, and I just. You know, double down and said, I'm going to, I'll figure it out, you know, and there was, you know, am I going to have to, you know, I still feel like I'm playing it. I feel like I'm in a Mudvayne cover band. I still feel yeah. like a poser. I still do like it's like, you know, it's like so gra- you know, yeah. funny as you
2: sit there and you, you have to relearn because you, have, what did I do everything. there? And yeah. you have to listen to your own music and get the so parts.
4: It was really tripped out. Like I, when I st- first started trying to work through some of the songs, um, on the kit at home on a V drum kit, by the way, so oh, yeah. not even, not even on a real acoustic kit, um, it was like an absolute train wreck. The first time I would go through a song... I mean, like, Dig. Well, the first time, like, I tried to play through Dig and was like, okay, play that, lay down on the floor, heart rate 190, you know. It's <laughs> like, okay, I'm going to take three days off before I try again. But, but the, the, the weird, Literally. <laughs> next the, the, song. Next... No, not next. No, like, no, going to go to bed. Um, but it was really bizarre, the muscle memory, come back a second time, and, like, things would start coming back super, super fast. Sure. So, like, the memory and... My relation to it, unconsciously, or in my in my neurochemistry, or f- circadian—I don't, whatever. Yeah, it's all mapped in
1: there. Because- it just all yeah, started coming back. Yeah. So,
4: yeah, I mean, really, the challenges weren't so much relearning the songs. The challenges have been just the physicality of it, because mm-hmm. it's it's brutal. Right. Yeah. yeah and I'm just like I'm like I mean look at these wrists. I'm just a I'm, <laughs> a, I'm, a, I'm just li- you know, I'm not I'm, I'm just a little guy. You know, like, baby wrists. I'm just a little <laughs> tiny little guy. You know, I'm not like a big strong. You know, like you know, so. For me it, it's been a it's been a lot of work just being able to just to, I mean I could play a couple songs, but you play for play 18 songs or whatever. So that's many. what I was about to say how many, how many big is the
2: set? Yeah, I,
4: mean, I, I think it well, and I'm
2: assuming you save like, you know, you save dig till the very end which
4: Yeah, yeah Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And sometimes it's better to do those songs in the middle of the set. Don't start oh, with yeah. them. Don't end with them um I have a very uh, very regimented uh training schedule that I started at the time It was like 2019 got to go on stage okay start this now and um it's monotonous and it's hard to be disciplined but that's yoga? Ha- I do I do yoga I've, I have a yoga yoga program I free weights I run um I'm, I've always been into running uh, obviously rehearsing uh all of that kind of stuff so
2: well, that's cool. Hey, I was going to ask you, it was we were talking about like old stuff when we were yeah. talking, we were drinking again. <laughs> and and uh, you had talked about, I wanted to ask you because I never knew, because the first time I ever saw you, we were at was Slipknot and we were getting there late and we were like, I don't know who Mudbane is. Of course but not. Yeah. Then we get in there, I was like, whoa, they're better than Slipknot. Oh, well, <laughs> I did, you said that, not me. I did say that. Yeah. I stand by it. So uh, where did that name come from?
4: Uh, let's see. Okay, so um, was it aliens or was it a doctor visit? Um, uh, the official Chad cover story is uh, <laughs> him going into um, several of us being homeless and unemployed and uh, d- d- deeply in need of being able to pay rent and buy ramen noodle noodles. He uh, went to donate blood plasma mm-hmm. and some... You know, RN nurse taking blood said something, and he said something about Hey, Didn't did you just hit the mud? Did, did you just hit the mud vein? So,
2: and that, and so that just stuck.
4: Well, let, let's about? go. Let's go with that one. Okay. <laughs> let, let's go with that one. Ask me tomorrow. I'll make up. I'll make up another one. I'll, ma- I'll make up. That's another. what. That's that's what
2: I heard when I was looking at stuff. I heard that that one, and then that
4: might be that one. That one's come up before. I, I, that one's been made up by by someone along the way. I, I, I like more of the the alien the alien. Uh, 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 communication so that oh, yeah, could, there that'll, you be, go. that'll be the next one
2: which about. which is when you were talking about that because we were talking you like electronic stuff you like mm-hmm. dabbling in that did you do all the um the interludes and stuff like that that were on yeah LD50, i mean does that
4: i don't okay
2: did you write those? yeah
4: i mean now it's out of the it's the cat's out of the bag i never spoke about it publicly all through the you know early you know the 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 2000s when Mudvayne was touring but now it's kind of well obviously it's public you know mm-hmm. um yeah that's all that's um pretty much me um okay. yeah i've i have a lifelong love of electronic music um and through the 90s when cool when it started becoming possible like the whole home studio revolution now that we all live in now um just with the advent of software through the 90s i got i don't, I was into computers anyway and just got tricked out and started just making noise you know and so i had done several projects that were like the interludes so i had a precedent as far as like what i was doing my own uh my own field recordings and sound sourcing and everything that i did so the ld 50 which is like the full i i did ld 50 which is Mm -hmm. on the beginning of all things to end which Mm -hmm. a lot of people don't realize that's the full 17 18 minute piece then i cut it up into the interludes but it's actually one thing so i did all that I recorded all the parts for it, did all the samples and the mixing, and actually everything on it. So, so
2: did so it was Gigi Garth, right? Who yep. mixed it into the songs because no, I couldn't no. hear like any of that album without hearing those interludes oh yeah
1: 100% I
4: really appreciate the like, chimes and the, uh, yeah I mm-hmm. appreciate that's all those are all like um, you know the uh, Chinese like hand like hand massaging so I recorded those it's Tibetan bowls. I recorded all that in, in studio on my own and then used all that as underlayments uh, in processing lots, lots of processing with lots of samples that some people probably recognize a lot of them um, so I had done all that previous. I had done all that before we even tracked the record and so Garth, I mean, we everyone was on page. The ba- obviously the band Chuck Chuck knew obviously knew about it. Um, I had done demos with just six songs. Um, I put demos together with the interludes. The interludes mm-hmm. were already cut up. I already knew the lengths. I knew everything I wanted, and I put together um, a mock demo, and that's partly what we got a record deal from. Right. Sub- submitted it, got it to. A um, and R from Epic, and was like, "This is the m- the mock of it, the demo of it. It's going to be twelve songs. It's going to have all this." So we already knew when we went into the studio with Garth to record the record. Um, all of that was done. I had it already finished, and so tracked the record, um, mixed it, and then we went back in Garth and I, and we sequenced it and we put it all together. And that's what went to mastering.
2: Okay, yeah, yep. that's that is awesome. Like I said, I couldn't hear that ba- that album without that.
4: Y- yeah, it's it's it's. In retrospect, I mean it's one of one of the most proud things I, I have in my career.
2: That's cool.
3: That's awesome. uh, Thank
2: you. Th- So you said that A uh, the Epic guy. Was it was this there's the validity behind this that I read yeah. was that you guys had played a show with like four people there. It was yep, Sean yep, yep, yep. We did a showcase. Slipknot. Yeah. So then...
4: it was Steve Richards who was who was Slipknot's manager and AR from Epic. And so um Clown Slipknot was coming through Chicago. We had been doing we did all the demos with friends of ours in Chicago. We're still friends with them, Um, and uh, we had been doing the demos. And we came back and we just set up a mock stage in his studio. Slipknot was playing in Chicago. Um, Clown came in. Steve Richard came in. Um, I think Clown had like his tech. He brought him in with as well. And we played like twenty minutes. And like we full makeup. It was like was it weird. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, right. Four yeah, people. Did they I clap mean, when you were done, yeah, in like, complete silence? Well, you know, you. I mean, you've probably met clown, <laughs> oh, yeah. right? Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, come on. He was like. Jumping around and being like, we are one crazy fan, right. like, you know, <laughs> ripping his hair out and, you know, he think, probably peed his pants. And, you know, we played shows like you know. that, man. I know. Uh, <laughs> was, oh, no. It no, wasn't no, an AR oh, reference. No, <laughs> no, 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 I mean, the, the, the pre-signing of the band, I mean, we were notorious for going. I, I remember a show in Quad Cities. We played a bar in Quad Cities and it was like set up go back in the bathroom, put makeup on, come out, and, like, the 11 people that were at the bar, like, everyone got up and left and played to nothing. Oh, we used to do no. that, oh, to do yeah, that over do. and over oh. and over. Like, the makeup was never, it was never, like, a thing that was supposed to work. It was, It was like, we are trying to scare people to death, basically. Yeah, yeah, right. you know,
1: You Sp- did scare people, because I remember... Yeah.
4: I hope so, Beloit
1: yeah. River Fest. This is so long ago in the JJ. Well, history. Did we do makeup then,
4: too? You did do okay. makeup, All
1: because... Right. That was all the next morning. I remember people were calling in, or that Monday morning, people were calling into the morning show. I did nights yeah. at that time. Who are the clowns up on stage? I, they were like, What is up with yeah. this band? What <laughs> is going on? And yeah. I just remember that was just after that people were deeply in love with you guys they were like fans from that minute because you were scared. yeah when it got to the when it got to the proper demographic
4: then it then it flipped over and it was like you know and it I had, I say this all the time it's like it's it was very naive on our parts very naive on my part um we didn't see anything about the gimmick of it and and it being a marketing tool for for epic and obviously it became that and it Kind of eclipsed the band. When it started happening, it was like, what is, you know, what is going on? It was just bizarre. So, um, but, I mean, it's part of the history, and it's, oh, we, yeah. oh like, gaining the attention, the Dig yeah. the dig video, obviously. I still
1: have the Dig video on VHS from your record, people. Yeah, that's awesome. And I remember the first time we saw it, because I got that one and Sugar from System of a Oh, yeah. oh yeah, 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 yeah. And I remember the first time I saw the Dig video, and I was like, what is happening? Yeah, yeah Oh, yeah. I loved it. And I didn't have it. I had no other way to listen to the single other than that video, so I would rewind it and play it over again. Wow. Like, <laughs> I, I'm
4: not. Like, you actually have a mud vein tattoo. I do. That's yeah. So So a couple guys on this, just like last month, went and got the M's. And somebody said something to me about, like, come on, you got to come along with and do it. And I was like, nope. <laughs> you have no tattoos?
2: Oh, just oh, I'm, the one on the leg.
4: No, I'm sleeved. Oh, my oh, God. Yeah, crap. look at that. Oh, no, I've got, like, 300 hours on me. The whole back of my head's tattooed. That's I have, awesome. Well, yeah. I
2: normally saw it I with the white paint on it. So I yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't,
4: like, I don't. I don't tell. I don't uh, televise. I don't. What's the word? Uh,
2: Advertise. Yeah. It,
4: yeah. I, I, I. My. My work is personal and for me. So. Yeah. yeah
1: I got you I love that.
4: But yeah. So it was kind of. <laughs> I went, I'm gonna end. I have to do it. It was more me just being a. a no. Being, no. Being no. Me.
2: I was gonna bring it up anyway. Yeah.
4: Yeah.
1: So, well, I was... And I got it before you guys played um, Sonic Boom. No. Not Band Sonic Boom. Boom. Bandcamp. Bandcamp.
3: Yeah. Okay. Wow. So
1: yeah. It right. was. It was fresh then. <sighs> I've been a fan that. forever, obviously.
2: So, and, and you talk about, uh, you know, oh, scare, scaring, pe- scaring oh, people, right? Let me reset quick. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Uh,
1: we're talking with Matt from Mudvayne, uh, drummer and founder.
2: Go Yeah, there we go. So uh, you were talking about scaring people, and I, one of the things I remember is when you guys obviously got a lot of... Uh, uh press a lot of uh, you know uh, people watching and then and, and you went to the vmas right? oh geez yeah 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 and you had oh the bullet, God,
4: uh, bullet I in the head. That. <laughs> yeah yeah
2: and uh I re-watched yeah, we, did. we did that we did that yeah and you put the, whose idea first off
4: um the bullet holes were always Chad I mean because he was okay. already doing that he yeah, he'd, yeah. he'd been doing bullet holes on on stage for you know about a year probably so the all of us doing it we had, that's the only time we've all ever done that yeah. yeah um so i think it was just like obviously you know we're, we got it's us we're gonna do something ridiculous so
2: so like christine aguilar just staring at you like what the hell? oh
4: yeah I, I have you can actually go you can actually go and i've and and somebody did this recently you can search for um like vma alicia keys Mudvayne or Alicia Keys, Matt McDonough, probably Ryan, and you'll see a photo, and it was after we had actually, we'd already won the award, and we were back in all the tents, the media tents, and, like, Alicia Keys was walking through, She wanted she wanted to do a photo with us, and I remember, like, so it's me and Ryan with her, and, like, I remember going, you know, I'm like, girlfriend, you, I've got fake blood all over me, and she's wearing, like, a $40,000 oh, dress or whatever. Oh, right, yeah, I yeah. see it right here. Yeah, 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 so you see, like, so we did... Everyone was super cool. The VMa, yeah, there you go. That's it. There's you, uh, yeah, 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 totally. <laughs> and Ryan. Uh, well, we oh, sat. Awesome. So she sat. She was sitting. Her it was her and Nellie sitting right in front of me, me and me and Ryan. And I talked to her the whole the whole time. I mean, still talked to her. No, oh. no, 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 no! I'm not a rock star. Like, I, it's so bizarre. You look like, like a, it right there. Well, I look like a goofball. Like, you know, like I actually am. Um, so, yeah, I mean, everyone was super cool. Like, I could sit here and tell you stories about all the different people that we. T- Justin Timberlake was completely rad. Um, Mark Wahlberg was probably the coolest dude, dude we met. Stop it! Oh, oh yeah, he was. Oh boy, here we go. Love yeah. Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, I and love I've, him too. He was amazing.
1: I've never met him. He's got three nipples, you know.
4: Uh, <laughs> oh, I, I certainly hope so. And
1: I think that's the key. I, I like I him think even it's more now. Power. Yeah, so yeah, he, he has. He has, like he like, has more
4: energized like, like some sort of like Titty-Chee or something? Can yeah. I say that?
3: Um, yeah, yeah. I, sure you can. Absolutely. Titchy. Right?
2: That's going to get put in the <laughs> bank right there. Yeah. Titchy.
1: Titchy. Titchy. <laughs> titchy. He's got Titchy. Oh, <laughs> fantastic. Uh, one of my friends actually worked for the Wahlbergs designing a, some sort of logo. Oh, it was for Jenny's, Jenny McCarthy's, McCarthy's. vodka. Or yeah. Whatever. Okay, yeah. And uh, so he was on a conference call, and Mark Wahlberg was on there. I was like, dude, yeah, just let me sit behind you. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. You know, yeah. And I'm gay as hell. Yeah. But Mark Wahlberg, I will sniff his own. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, dude. Not <laughs> yeah. me, but yeah, I'll eat his burgers. How's yeah, that? Eat his burger. Yeah. <laughs> Absorb his
4: titchy. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll, do, I'll do like chest bumps with him, right? And just kind of get it some. Love that <laughs> yeah because I am definitely not no I'm 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 the guy I don't know if I can say this on air too I'm like the joke is like I'm the guy that can talk any woman out of having sex with it like less oh, than true. a minute yeah. I'm the anti-girl guy <laughs> I'm like not total geek. I do the same thing, man. Yeah, yeah. Well, you're a singer in a band. Everyone loves you. Come
2: on. Well, Come well,
4: on. Not as popular
2: as your band, homie. No, yeah.
0: <laughs> we thought uploading to the cloud oh. was something completely different. On, the J.J.O. Morning Show Podcast. <laughs> johnny and d jjo
1: d and lance in the morning and we are joined with matt the drummer and founder of Mudvayne, one of the founders of Mudvayne, and we are we just cracked in octoberfest i, oh, I yeah. appreciate
4: you not calling me a rock star <laughs> i was i was uh. being facetious but it's, it's like I, I guess in a certain context you know but yeah well,
2: not everybody's been to you know award shows and stuff like that mm, so yeah
4: Oktoberfest, let's go with that.
1: Yeah, totally. (laughs) So, uh, Lance, what'd you bring in here?
2: So, this is Oktoberfest. City Lights. City so likes Oktoberfest. It's, it's great. It's I love Milwaukee. Really, it's really, it's mm-hmm. really
4: good. It's very good. It's it's an American uh, take on it. It's not quite. It's not so much the Munich Big Four. No, mm-hmm. oh yeah, right. yeah, But yeah. which are a little brighter and the hoppy. You know, you know when you're having a Hofbrau or a or a Spaten.
2: Oh yeah, because we all sp- the Optimator.
4: The dude, oh, Optimator, I mean, has, Optimator has a has an Oktoberfest. No, no, no. You're the Optimator
2: is the, yeah, Spotton.
4: I know. Spotton oh, Optimator. Spot, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that like, is fantastic. It's eight, one of my favorite eight, beers. 8% per, or something, probably. Yeah, yeah, we
2: wrote an album on that.
4: <laughs> it was awesome. Yeah, we've, we've we kinda...
2: thanked it in the notes.
4: <laughs> Spotton <laughs> spot, spot, not, yeah, Optimator yeah, yeah, for all that. Right, <laughs> right, right. That's so, awesome.
2: Yeah, because we were sitting there the other night when we were drinking, and then we kept going, we did that, me too. Yeah, me too. Yeah, you me like too, that? Yeah. Me too,
1: yeah. Yep. So we're like, did we become best friends? Yup.
2: Yep. <laughs> yeah, you're old
1: like me.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I love that you're super into Oktoberfest, though, and we mm-hmm. we do a lot of beer tastings on this show. Sure, well, sure. In this building, really. Tomorrow. But, uh, yep. yep, tomorrow we have one. I have one right after the show as well. I could be your celebrity beer taster. I love that, yep. dude. I, hands, I'm, well. I'm way down. Call me an Uber.
4: I'll be there. <laughs> What are you doing my own? Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. Uh, what, tell me why uh, you love Octoberfest beers. Um, it's
4: well, I mean, stylistically, um, just the Maybach, uh mm-hmm. type of beer. I'm just that's what I gravitate towards. I am this whole juicy fruit IPA slushy v- I fermented. Know. What I, I mean, some of it. It's but I've always been like I don't, I'm. I don't like hops. I don't like. Drinking a a pine cone, Mm -hmm. Um, the the flavor of it. And then obviously you find out about the tradition, the festival and just, you know, 300,000 people, half a million people. It's probably more than that. Descending on Munich and everyone is, you know. And then I started going to them locally uh, about 10 years ago and, you know. Any excuse to like sit at a picnic table in a parking lot and watch a polka band at nine in the morning and get, yeah. and get drunk oh. is like, Whoo, I'm there. Yeah, let's do this. Somebody driving? Let's go. Yeah, that's me. That's
1: fantastic. But I, there's something about, and I don't know. I, I'm still trying to figure out why I have such an emotional attachment to Oktoberfest mm. yeah, beers. Sure. There's, so, I don't know if it's like the change of the of, season. Yeah. It's, your it's the time of
4: season. It's the Halloween fall. All yep. of that. The spirit of it. I go to an Oct- Go to any Oktoberfest, Any of the local ones around around Madison. The vibe. Everyone's. I've never had a bad experience with people. Everyone's partying and having a good time and celebrate. It's just, you know, and nobody's doing anything important. You're just sitting around and just <laughs> listening to music and drink. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Um, Maybe it brings out the best in people.
1: Maybe, yeah. Totally. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just uh, had an Oktoberfest uh, yesterday, actually. Um, Which one? The Octillion from Ale Asylum. Oh, I haven't they, had that one. They, I think I have one in the fridge. <sighs> I might. Yeah, this you is, can take home with you. I
4: might I might be parking my car. And, there you go. Yeah, get I a got one. you. Get That's, you. Ride. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> I took might the day to, off, so I <laughs> might have to get a ride home <laughs> if we do this. Um, yeah, I, I mean... There's so many. There's different varieties now, and there's American takes on it. Yeah. Um, Great Dane has a great one. Oh yeah. Uh, Working Draft, if you can get it, because it sells out. So, do you guys know Working Draft? Oh hell yeah, dude. So there, I think I'm. I'm there. Have something going on in another week or so, and I'm gonna go do Working Draft. So
3: that's awesome. That's awesome. I
1: love that. That's fantastic. And it's great that because I have the same thing where I like I like dad beers. I like cheap, Mm -hmm. regular beers, but I also know. You know? I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm a snob as well. Right. Yeah. I have to drink
4: 64s because otherwise I'm a big fan. I know. Turd. I, that's, what, that's my whole thing. It's Bud Light Next and 64. Yep. You know, and the Michelob Ultra, this yep. seltzer or something or other. Yeah. I've got to do yeah.
2: that. And in between those, they I, I squeeze in something good, like that's, the Optimator or something exactly, like that. Exactly.
4: That's exactly what I do. Oh, yeah. I do that with the NAs. That's like NAs are super low calorie as well because there's no alcohol, which yeah. blows. But they're some of them are getting pretty good. So so you're you're the only one. Well, are you the only one left in the band that's drinking? No, the three of us do. Because um,
2: Ch- I know Chad. Because last yes. time I saw him was at club uh, Vamped. He's on fire. And it's I bang. saw him and he was drinking. I was like, oh, Are you drinking?
4: No, he was <laughs> he probably, goes, No, it's an NA. He was drinking an <laughs> yeah. NA. Um, Ryan is is, I mean Greg Ryan and I still. Do uh, Ryan is um, a lot more disciplined than I am. Um, yeah. When I'm home, I'm, I'm this is I would normally I don't get up in the morning, drink well. You know, unless it's Octoberfest. October yeah. But but typically I'm like, you know, Monday through Friday I'm not drinking and then on the weekend my Saturday's my Y Day, so I like it, all bets are off. It's you know, White Russians at nine in the morning kinda. Of
1: oh. oh no. Oh, what yeah. is oh, happening? Yeah, yeah, I'm a it's huge, another
2: thing.
4: I'm a crazy White Russian freak. I've got <laughs> Oh so uh, my god, <laughs> yeah. That's that's my thing like on uh, Saturday mornings. Go grocery shop. Go to Whole Foods, come home, make a White Russian. Yeah, let's do this. Dude Um well, Told you. But yeah, I mean we we're all pretty I'm I'm a lot better. We back in the day, we, it was Jack and Diet Cokes back with Chad and I back and when we first started touring. That's like, funny
2: because I was I was doing deep dives into stuff to ask you. So you probably, I, I saw the Jack talking.
4: and Coke. Yep. He's oh, like, yeah. it's
2: now in the can, and he yeah. We were
4: notorious. Yeah, we were notorious for like, you know, it could it could be you know a Morton's or some fine steakhouse or like a bar, or like a or just a, a Waffle House. It didn't matter, but like. We'd be under the tables knocking chairs over wrestling. Like, it was always like, oh, man. oh yeah, Jack and Diet Cokes and on our So have our you nets. ever,
2: and I just did this not too long ago, where I you brown out and then you have to do that apology tour the next day? Yeah. I'm assuming... <laughs> yeah.
4: That you so the had moral to do. hangover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you wake up. What did I do? I, I'm not. Too what did ba- I say? I'm not too bad about that. I, I'm. I mean, you know, we all the, have. I'm a
2: saying you, when you were coming up, you were young. Yeah, you're out of on I mean, the top of the
1: rock chart, number
4: out one. Of control, like out of control. One hundred percent. Oh yeah.
2: Oh man, I can't imagine.
1: Uh, yeah. There was. We've got some stories. Oh yeah. Do you ever yeah. look back on that? Because I, I feel like quite a few of us do. You look back on that time period, and you're like, damn, I kind of got lucky to get. Where Absolutely. I am, oh. Though
4: absolutely fun, fundamentally uh, um not, uh driving like i mean toy right. cars toy rental cars crap i mean just it's the motley crew i mean oh, yeah, all that. bands have those stories I mean, you
2: know. And you said you were saying it was a different group of people now because now yeah. you're like okay I'm going to do yoga I'm going to do this I'm going to have a few drinks go to yep. bed yep. maybe hit up Potawatomi or something Yep. you know but now you are and you know back then it was a whole different group of people where I think things have adjusted Cult- culturally ch- yeah.
4: culturally things have changed so I mean you're yep.
2: seeing yep. probably. There's probably going to see a bunch of people when you're in the crowds. I'm assuming you're seeing Mm -hmm. all the older folk that were listening. And then you see probably their kids maybe. Absolutely. Are you seeing
4: all that? Uh, Absolutely. I mean, like 10-year-olds in the front row. I I mean, Chad was doing this on this last tour. He was calling out like during one of his talking breaks, like, hey, man, how old are you? Like, nine-year-old. Here's a good good parenting. You know, when I was nine nine years
2: old, the first concert I ever saw was at the Rave. My brother took me. Testament. Oh, my so gosh. i in love with Testament.
4: Oh, my God. That rules. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Yeah. Uh, my first show was uh, the Charlie Daniels Band.
2: Oh, really? Oh, yeah.
4: Long-haired country That's boy. That's funny
2: because I used to listen to the, the <laughs> Devil Went Down to Georgia was the first time I ever heard country.
4: I saw, I saw Devil Went Down to Georgia with like a Baptist choir on stage oh, yeah. with him, like 30 people. Yeah, crazy. Where was this at? Uh, it was in California. I was... Traveling with my family, I think maybe an uncle was getting married or something, and we all went to a Charlie Daniels band show.
1: Oh wow! Dee, what
2: was your first first
1: ba- concert? My very first concert. Oh my god! It was either John Michael Montgomery. Really? Okay. Yeah. Drawing drawing a blank. Or Goldfinger. <laughs> oh, I can't that's remember a good one. which one was first. That's I went, a good one. I
4: went and saw Goldfinger on a night off. We were in like Philadelphia or something in a small club that was. We, Hung out with them and stuff afterwards, and it was super cool.
1: Yeah. They were rad. They are rad. Yeah. But because I remember my mom wanted to take me to John Michael Montgomery, and I had Goldfinger that week, and I just can't remember which one was first.
4: Okay. And how, and well, I'm
1: 14. Okay. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
3: I
2: was standing on the the subwoofer, you know, up in the Eagles ballroom. Yeah. So I was standing on that subwoofer with my feet on like the middle part. And then I was sitting on on the edge, and my brother had his arms around me because we we're up front, right? Yeah. So I could sit there and see. And I looked mm-hmm. and older, I older Chuck, brother. Yep, yeah, Chuck Billy looks guitar player in my band too. Yep. But he he looks at sees he sees me, and he's like, "Holy!" Because back then it wasn't like you know you didn't see nine year olds at the. Of course, yeah. Now it's kind. Now it's kind. Yeah. yeah. But he, he looks and pointed at me, and that was like to me that was like, "Oh my god!" Yeah. And it forever is still me into how anything I write, everything that Eric Peterson, all of them. It's I love Testament, and it yep. was the first time I've ever seen my That's brother awesome. get starstruck. Yeah, he turned into a
4: little kid. Oh my god! Yeah.
3: Oh, my oh my god! god. And he, 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 it he at, that was, he was that
4: it. would that would be me at the Carcass show last year. <laughs> oh when yeah, I saw Carcass at oh, yeah. at, at the uh, Majestic. I think wasn't it? It was a ma- oh, Carcass. Oh god, yeah. No. <laughs> uh, best live guitar playing I've ever seen in my life, literally.
2: That was it, the only time I ever did that was with Dax Riggs when I was talking with uh, Asa, yeah, And exactly. I saw him and I did that. Sorry, like, I'm digressing. No, no, no. I, I did that same thing and I had to, I did that uh, cable guy yeah. where he's like stares at him. Yeah yeah, like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: I did. I was like trying to like. I was like, oh my god, oh my god. <laughs> that would have been me. That would have been me in Switzerland hanging out with Samuel for the first time. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Terrified. Brought like the band up on the bus to meet, hang out, like duh like duh. Oh man. Yeah, like yeah, blow your mind. Uh Reese Fulber from Frontline Assembly hung out with him when they when he did Holy the, Man, I forgot about when that. When he <laughs> did the he did the dig remixes and I spent an evening with him, dinner and hanging out, talking to him before he went in to do the remixes, and that was like uh uh, uh okay. I, I knew more I knew more about their their discography than he did. And he was like, Oh my yeah. god, you really you, are
2: a geeky super fan, yeah. <laughs> You're doing this you are really,
4: really out of control. What about you? What did you who is
2: who's starstruck you?
1: I don't think that there's ever been somebody that's made me like not really? be able to talk because no not like yeah yeah I
2: I didn't I, I didn't go like that I just yeah. was like oh my god oh my man. god I was, yeah I can't yeah. believe this
1: is happening I yeah. haven't had access I don't like if I if I had to interview Metallica I'd probably bomb it
4: oh I feel yeah like that
1: would be you one. ever met just them because it's so oh I've bi- f- they're party so big yeah
4: Lars a couple times yeah. Oh yeah, I've Holy got. Crap. I've got per, like not won't talk public <laughs> like large stories that are f- f- super super cool. Perfect, sure. Yeah, no, no. T- no <laughs> uh, we played uh, Nijmegen Holland. It was a uh, some metal fest thing that you know those Europeans do, and they were there. But we did summer sanitarium with him, so I mm-hmm. saw him every day, you know. Hang- oh, oh, yeah, I that's right. right. Yeah, 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 I forgot yeah, yeah. about that. I mean, you know, come in, come into yeah. the dressing room, and Hetfield is hanging out with Ryan, Ryan's Holy. messing around. Hetfield's playing Ryan's bass. That's
1: god like, damn, who else was so. on there? Was it Corn? It
4: was no, Deftones. <gasps> it was so awesome. Oh my it got, god, it was Deftones yeah. and Metallica. Yeah, so, so anyway, after the end of the show, <sighs> Lars grabbed me and he was like, Lars was like, hey, come on, let's go hang out. And I'd spent like it was just a dress room, and him and I hung out for like three hours, just that's dr- so cool, drinking, smoking cigarettes, being See, you like know, idiots. See, now
1: I feel like I could interview Lars because I would you could just,
4: interview Lars. You could absolutely. He I, is super cool.
1: And I would just I would default He's to talking about artwork with him, and I feel like Oh, oh let's, yeah, talk yeah. <sighs> let's talk artwork. Let's talk artwork. Uh,
4: what is your period? Day steel. I that's am. A, that's next week. I am. <laughs> I am.
1: Yeah,
4: I'm a six. I'm a '60s, early '70s. Cl- I collect prints. I oh have a yeah, print, a print I, collection. I
1: had no idea. Uh-huh.
4: I have. I have. I don't have any. Paintings, but I have a print collection. That's pretty rad. Right I so what's your yeah favorites? my 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 favorites. Uh, gosh, this is like is this appropriate on air? Go everyone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're all going to sleep. Uh, I am a Frank Frank Stella, Ellsworth Kelly, Robert Mangold, uh, uh, Barnett. I'm a New York period, yeah. uh, World War II era. I wanted as well. to
1: major in art history, but I realized... That is my
4: background. That's what I wanted to do, I, art history. I, all
1: I could do was teach, and I was like, I can't. No,
4: no, no. <laughs> <laughs> and be a, what, be a museum curator like right. there's like maybe 50 50 open jobs like what do you yeah. like right. exactly, Isn't, is,
2: is, exactly. He,
4: Lars is selling he his... sold he got rid of it yeah so he his he's like a 70s uh like a uh european expressionist fan mm-hmm. and a, his Basquiat collection is what freaked me out cuz i'm a huge Basquiat yeah, fan too yeah totally so
1: 100% yeah he's oh god
4: so you and i should like uh, like we would have a conversation like the you know, that people don't want to have to, like, subject <laughs> to. they yeah. like,
1: oh, my God. Oh, my God, so,
4: oh my God I don't want to have sex with the drummer from Mudvayne. He is boring the crap out of me. <laughs> right
3: yeah. All
4: right.
0: As I said. Dumbing down your smartphone. One podcast at a time. Listen, rate, and subscribe to the JJO Morning Show podcast. Get up with Johnny and D. JJO. Uh, do you have
1: any four-legged friends? Yeah, yeah, we were.
4: I am. Uh, I am. Uh, I. I had dogs back in the 90s. Um, I was very much into. Nice meeting you. Um, very much into Dobermans. I had. Okay. I had. I had four Dobermans over a period, but I'm a cat person now.
2: Yeah. I am too. I love cats.
4: Um, cats. So there's been like a another cultural shift. Like I think over the past like maybe 20 years, like cats were always like something. It was like a piece of furniture. Like you know, right it just they sit over there but like cats are if you interact with them they yeah. are they their personalities come out and they they're just as crazy and strange as dogs and oh, so oh yeah i didn't realize this when i was younger and when i started living with a cat and it was like oh my god he's a little nut and they're all different and strange i have a i have a stray that was in my flower beds for um over 2 years who um we coaxed and and grabbed and brought in the house so that's what i have right now is oh is a stray feral stray that had never lived in a it was like a a, uh calico orange no she's she's solid black she's a crazy looking black panther so um brought her inside and it's been this crazy experience of watching her grow up because she'd never been socialized in any sense so she was like a kitten still she was about three years old when we got her but um that's awesome yeah so cats that's my thing
1: Cool. Yeah, I've always loved cats and and dogs. I love dogs too. Yeah. Obviously, I love dogs. It's just easier to have a cat. This is than how. Yes. Love. Yeah,
2: this is how like like cats are like teenagers. because yeah. they get into crap, but they're still you can leave them home. Alone. You can leave
4: them home for a minute.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Whereas dogs are like,
3: oh my yeah, God, they lose what? their they lose <laughs> their minds. Yes,
4: they're little babies that need to have their butt spanked. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I
2: used 100%. to I used to be a canine handler in the Air Force.
4: So, um... I I worked in the nineties. I was an assistant to a professional handler. <laughs> Um, who obviously wealthy people would hire to, um, show their dogs for companion. So not like, not like, um, not the show dogs, but like, com- like CD, open utility. And I was an, an assistant for like five, six years. That's so so cool. really wow. learned a lot about dog handling and anyway, you yeah, obviously no, no, were no, really yeah. way serious.
2: No, yeah, no. It was it was more just I was getting into it, and I was like, you know, a senior, airman, I was like, hey, they want to go into the class, so I went into the class and got sucked in, got sucked in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You yeah. know, we had I had Tito who bit everybody else but me because he had kennel rage. <laughs> oh, you know, we would put him in the kennel. He'd sit there and he'd pull on my arm to try to eat Taco Bell at night because yeah. I worked the mid shift. Yeah, and uh, put him in the kennel, and then. I miss though. Yeah, <laughs> I do too. Yeah, they had they had to put him down because he had hip dysplasia. So, yeah. so yeah, but he was uh, he was awesome. We had we had to take care of all the dogs. That we had a, a dog called Arno, which
4: was like this big Irish setter. Oh, you know, <laughs> I've never really worked. I've never really been around Irish setters. I don't know their disposition. And... Big, but he had titanium teeth.
2: They what? had they, they, titanium yes, teeth. Yes, they put they took out. The because uh, his
4: canine. It sounds like, like something out of like a Rob Zombie they, movie. Yes. Whatever, right right. Yes. And they
2: had in because of, of the, the rot that was going on. They wow. put it and they had it into his skull. And these things were silver. And he would come and you do training. Like, right <laughs> you could feel that thing go like yeah. on your arm oh, through god. that rat. Yeah, like, right. It felt like it hurt.
4: Yeah, totally. It was
2: like, could you imagine mm. that thing grabbing, grabbing you and like,
4: you? Like yeah, oh my god,
2: rip you a new ass. That oh. is so
3: awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I got all those <laughs> videos
2: we're talking about like the old I have all these VHS tapes I got to like put back on to like yes, digital you do. and yeah. I'll show you the rap training I was doing it on like the the flight line and stuff like that. That's and
1: crazy. Wow.
2: That's pretty awesome.
1: Man, uh between uh the two of you, yes, feel like we've covered all the experiences you can possibly have. My God, yeah.
4: <laughs> no, not even, not even close, not even close. No, I'm, 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 I'm filtering. I've been, I've been filtering this whole time. Uh, yeah. I'm actually, I'm actually looking at the cowbell and thinking about Christopher Walken. Yes. actually, I, is that normally there? Is that like a, a, a non-air prop thing, or am I? Was that for me, for uh, my personal benefit? It was not just for you. Okay.
1: No, uh, we have a listener that comes in and drops us off random things. Oh, okay. And so. Yep, Nate. Uh, So the cowbell was one of them. We also got the tuning fork thing. Yeah, it's an
2: F, I think. I probably shouldn't do that. No, that's fine. I do it all the time. There's another
1: one over here. (laughs) There we
4: go. Yeah. What, what is that? that? A per- a little little Neil Pearl? That is a Pearl. You play Pearl, don't you? I, I Actually, I do. I play Pearl. Yes, uh, uh, Pearl Drums. I play Pearl Drums. <laughs> <Dude>. <laughs> That's Pearl Drums. <laughs> I, I got my endorsement. Uh, Mikey Wengren from uh, Disturb got me my endorsement. Oh, yep. you know, uh,
2: do, you, do you talk to him at all? Because he's got that bar in Oconomowoc, I, Tank.
4: I've heard some stories. I haven't talked to him in a while, but I know that like if him and I saw each other, it'd be like just yeah. like the it would Fight. be like yesterday no no, no <laughs> god no. i know, i'm just joking no 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 he mike's mikey's i mean maybe matt he's yeah, yeah, yeah awesome dude owns a bar i'd heard something but i'm not
2: it's steel tank if you got to get out to a kind of market yeah. around here so it is awesome they it's had a brewery this, yeah well they have food that's really good too they had this yeah. thing called a gunner which they took off oh it had like a mushroom um there's like it was like a a, a stroganoff Oh jeez! But it was yeah. It was fan. (laughs) Damn. I know how you are with stroganoff. Oh dude, like vintage stroganoff. I like that's vintage stroganoff. Stroganoff. I'm I'm down with the stroganoff.
1: (laughs) Oh hell yeah, dude! The vintage stroganoff was. What's so? What makes it vintage? Uh, It's from the vintage. Uh, The
2: vintage vintage brewing.
1: Oh vintage. Okay, I'm Whitney.
2: Which again, another. And,
1: and I think Trent said... They thought... have
4: a very good Oktoberfest, by the way.
1: Oh, yes, hell, they yeah, yes, they I
2: do. Yes, I
4: had it. It they was extremely everything. good,
1: yes. Even their pumpkin disorderly beer oh, yeah. is pretty um, dang good. Yeah, the pu- How are you on the pumpkin I, beer I, thing? I, I, I'm down. I, I mean, I love it,
4: but it's like, okay, one. One on. and done. I 100%. can't. Yeah, I mean, dessert beers are like, it's not the way I roll. Like uh, Give me a six-pack of hams. Come on, let's do this. Yeah,
2: totally. I am an indeed... Pistachio beer. Pistachio
4: and pecan. Mm. Yeah. Um Those Albe- are fantastic. Albeda. Albeda has that pecan. Yeah. But pistachios, I've had a pistachio mm. that's I mean, guy, you can get peanut butter. Um, oh, that's the oh, Belching that's, Beaver. Belching yep. Beaver has that that is peanut it, it's a yeah. porter or a stout or something. Yeah, oh stout. my god, because I'm a peanut butter
1: freak. I peanut love butter. It.
2: Greg, he put that in his uh, in his bar because I was like, here, which one should I get? And he put in Belching Beaver. I told him to put in the pistachio. Indeed. Yeah. Oh man, it's selling because people have it. They're like, oh man, that's that's good. Let's let's <laughs> let, let's let's bring this proper.
1: Uh, (laughs) Ah, very
0: nice. You can learn a lot listening to podcasts.
3: And only three countries in the world don't
0: use the metric system? Or you can listen to this one. I can't remember where I went Friday. Oh, my God.
1: Oh, my God, what did I do on Friday? I got to check my calendar.
0: (laughs) If anybody saw me Friday, call. The JJO Morning Show Podcast. I literally
1: have no idea where
0: I was Friday. (laughs) Johnny and D, nowhere but JJO.
1: Lance and D and Matt from Mudvayne joining us. Uh, we are just having Matt chat.
4: Matt chat. I, <laughs> that's a new one. No one's ever said that. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, we were talking about Metallica earlier. We, We've moved on to beers, and now we're talking about our loathing for driving.
4: Yeah, yeah. And this is kind of like the morning driving show, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So mm-hmm. we're trying to we're trying to help people. Everybody their, knows.
2: There's, I'm, I'm split on how I like. The belt line and everybody speeding versus not speeding. I love it. I again, yeah. The flex lane has helped. Yeah, I just I and I know people are zooming past us and stuff like that, but mm. it makes me it's it makes it faster. Yeah. And if everybody's going at the same speed, because I've always been told, if you're making somebody break, you're the problem. Yes. Because if everybody is going in the same speed and they're yep. doing that and you're the hesitant one, yeah. you're going to cause something. They better. actually
4: say so like when there are like lanes merging, like say for like road work or an accident, when there are multiple lanes that are trying to merge and everyone, you know, and people are blocking off and getting mad. Mm-hmm. They actually say like research has shown that it moves faster if everyone lines up next to each other and you just take turns and let yes. everything flow. I mean, it's right. I'm a huge NASCAR fan. That's the whole thing with like restarts is like that the the drivers that can manage actually flowing together mm-hmm. and not breaking and like and and catch the rhythm of it, it's all about rhythm. It's like shotgunning a beer. You put the little hole at the back. When? <laughs>
2: when?
1: <laughs> <laughs> anyway, That's yeah. fantastic. Yep. No, I, the first day the Flex Lane opened, because Johnny was yep. making, like, we thought it was going to be chaos. Yep. Right. Like, because when you looked at how people drove before the Flex mm-hmm. Lane, it was kind of chaos. Oh, It's are. a lot and,
4: better. It really, it, it, it definitely, helps it, so much. it helps. It does yeah. help. Yep.
2: turns out they know what they're talking about.
4: You know,
1: it's just it's it's.
4: it's I mean, come yeah. on, like yeah. we all know. Move over to the right side, which is what I do. Move to mm. the right side, maybe not all the way to the right because people are trying to get on and off. But like, sit over there and let all the people that are want to drive ninety just and but you know you got. Everyone. Let's work together, people. Yeah, let's figure this out. Exactly. Hey, I play in a band. I know how to work together.
1: Yeah, I think it's funny that there's probably people riding your ass and pissing you off that are listening to your record. I, you know, <laughs> I, I, I'm not going to say That's awesome. I'm not going to say that I, I, I that I think about
4: that all the time. But I have thought about it before. Like, yeah, you're probably, you know, probably it listening. goes from finger to horns. Yeah, exactly. It's like, oh wait a minute, you look like a granddad. Wait a minute, what? Oh, yeah. yeah. Speak. Hey,
2: uh, I was going to bring up. Uh, your wife. Okay. Who
4: everybody adores. <laughs> she is More so, so. So I can tell you right now, the fact that you even brought this up, she then when she sees you, you are going to probably take a take a left hook. Okay.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so go on, well, go on, go on. Well, sounds good. Well, she. Probably, I don't think she's going to get up here. But <laughs> <laughs> no, probably, probably. She's like yeah, three Let's foot look 8 look
1: at that giant head. Yeah. I mean, oh she, my god. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: I look like a stop I look like one of the pup boys. You hey, know Give what me I mean? that melon. <laughs> But she is uh, one of the coolest people, and c- consensus-wise, yeah. everybody that talked to her always wanted to say, "Oh, his wife." Yeah,
4: I mean, I pre- I'm sitting I there talking it.
2: with you, and everybody like the, the the whole focus
4: shifts on her. Yeah, everybody, everything. And so I, I had a couple people who were like, "We we got to the show, and and like she was walking around, and like." Everyone thought I was like her handler, and she was like the rock star there. Like she looks like the rock star. She looks like the little crazy little oh, yeah. singing some Japanese weird weird alt post rock band. You know, it's called
2: Maximum the Hormone. Yeah.
4: Whoa. Okay. I I mean, yeah, she's a blast to have around. I bring her out on the road. She comes out on the road. I don't bring her out. She she's well, you got to have your DD. She yeah. She, I got to have my DD exactly. But she and she's a blast. To party with. She's Mm -hmm. a lot of fun. So I appreciate you saying so. No, just, I'm
2: just pointing that out there because I was like, everybody was so enthralled with her.
1: (laughs) (laughs) She's really sweet. I met her years ago. So long ago. You did. So you remember.
4: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah, it's kind of that whole Matt talks too much about things that people don't care about and then the cool wife right so she kind of massages (laughs) that whole social situation i mean her whole thing is like i have to be socialized i have to be socialized she wants to take me out we got to go to oktoberfest i need to be socialized so
1: that's awesome that's good it sounds like she's your partner and your teammate
4: uh i am extremely
1: lucky and fortunate in my life that's fantastic um and i think too i and i don't know if you were always like that way the whole practicing gratitude thing that um i I feel has been like kind of a cultural shift which is awesome and Mm -hmm. And I, th- I think it, uh, it definitely helps to uh, manifest more abundance in your life. Uh, were you always like a practicer of gratitude, or were you kind of like a, a cynical twenty-something? Um, no, I mean,
4: I mean, I have had a lifelong interest in certain spiritual. Fans of the band kind of see some of the threads of those things, mm-hmm. and um. Aliens too, yeah. But aliens can be <laughs> compassionate and and thoughtful, right? Right. We can maybe can learn that from them. Uh, I mean, I've 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 I, I value um, being self aware and uh, appreciating people for who they are and not having expectations of them being something other yeah. than what they are. So I try to like with the bad traffic, I I try to be mind, mindful. I mean, that's a big kind of buzzword now right. um, when I'm being tailgated I try to be mindful you know right. about like, like oh, well maybe they're having a bad day yeah. or just, or just, or just or... I don't like this but there's nothing wrong with things I mean there are things in life we don't like right. so you just you know you just roll
2: off your back man that's that's an age thing, a little though. a
4: little a little water on the duck kind of because i'm yeah. I've, I've it's noticed, an age thing it's an age thing
2: too. i've definitely noticed i've been like mm, whatever yeah. back, back
4: in the day i'm like hulk
3: smash oh, yeah, yeah, you exa- know? yeah exactly
4: and now i'm just like but you know what mm. like you know you've got your garmin watch and then you look at like your heart rate and then you get home and you look at the stress levels and you go oh my god what oh yeah okay oh yeah i just better start- chill yeah <laughs> i might want to like i might want to just be a little more, a little more present
1: Right, right, one hundred percent. And one thing you brought up that I think is super important is the expectations of people. Absolutely. And that's something I think that it's it's a lifelong struggle. Expectations sure. about anything.
4: Anything, yeah. You're expecting things to be different than what they actually are.
1: Right, right. It's a joy killer. Mm-hmm. It's that will rob you of all the joy mm-hmm. if you Absolutely. eliminate expectations. Well, you're not. Of people. You're not. Well,
4: Isn't that well, h- Christmas? H- hence, 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 conversations that generally make people's eyes glass over. It's, it's, it's if. If you, if you expect things to be different than what they are, then you are not actually present and you are not interacting with reality. Right. In my, in my opinion.
1: Totally. And it's, it takes practice. It's so, it, it's because we're, mm-hmm. I feel like, and I don't know if it's a, um, like the American values kind of make us that way where we're
4: part of our culture. It's, 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 it's a go get them kind of capital. It's the cat. I mean, and there's great things in that too, but right. it's, it, you know the strong survive conquer all of that kind of stuff which is not it it
2: breeds some that's
4: yeah antagonistic antagonistic uh, attitudes towards the way we live
1: yeah totally but I don't know. I just and I was dealing with that with my kid. He was the editor of the high school, um, the newspaper, and he made it all digital and whatever else. And he mm-hmm. was like, you know, these people. It was their assignment to hand in articles, and he's like, and they're they're misspellings. The grammar's awful. They're yep. not. And he's like, they just don't care. And I was like, they don't care. Yep. You said it. They don't care. Right. And yeah. you can't make them care. No, you're not They will gonna. never care. You have as to much figure things do. like this out for
4: yourself. I mean, yeah. I can talk till I'm blue in the face, but it's not. It's something that you you know, you realize it or you have a natural propensity. I, I don't know. Yeah. I've been lucky enough through my life to be mentored by wonderful people that have older el- elders that have, you know, guided me and show me things and blown my mind and opened me up to stuff. So,
1: yeah, that's awesome. That's good.
4: And that, that leads into
2: something good. I was going to ask you about, cause I know we were talking about different bands and things like that, that, uh, or, you know, you were talking about, I was always wondering who is your inspiration? Because like
4: I, we were talking about, like me, Testament, and oh, you and mean music like that. wise?
2: Yeah, music wise. I mean, who have um, you?
4: Who is your like, yeah, drum person? Yeah, that... well, drums. I mean, that's different too. I mean, there's different ways to, well, to let's go with both to approach it. I mean, depends upon my age. At what age I was when I was a kid, when I was a teenager, when I was in my twenties. Um, as far as like inspiration for Mudvayne, obviously there was Tool and Pantera. Um, uh, for me Voivod we were talking about earlier Voivod was a massive uh, influence Um, the chord work the crazy strange chords um, time signatures uh, you can trace everything back to pretty much back to Voivod a lot of what we do what I do as far as messing around with the time signatures they they weren't so much of a polyrhythm band that was Mm -hmm. I don't don't know where that came from Um, but uh, earlier, Ozzy, Iron Maiden were massively inspirational. ACDC when I was a kid. Um, the big four in the 80s, obviously, Megadeth, Metallica, Anthrax, and Slayer. Mm-hmm. Were I mean, they changed. Everyone. Everything, Everything oh, yeah, was yeah. changed by all four of them. Mm-hmm. Um, I am a big pop music fan. I grew up listening to Prince and Michael Jackson. You said Hall & Oates earlier. And I'm a huge, and I'm, I'm a huge I Hall & Oates.
1: Culture Club? Are you kidding? Oh me? hell yeah! Oh my love, God, I used to sing. I'm a
4: huge Culture Club. I love Boy George. I used to sing. Crying
1: Game, the theme song for Crying Game. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. No, that's okay. Uh, I used to sing Culture Club songs to our cows when, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. when I was doing chores.
3: But I
4: mean, anybody? So I mean, you know, the the one of the anomalies about Mudvayne is we're. I mean, we are a pop band. We're yeah. a pop band. I mean, regardless of all of everything else, we are a pop band, and we have a pop aesthetic, and that comes from all of us. Especially Ryan and I are huge George Michael fans. Uh, I, Elton John. Um, I, I, I love old— Tears s- for Fears. I, oh, dude, we some of about the most incredible. <laughs> we did this already. The most incredible vocals. I, Tears for Fears is like, uh, Roland. Is his name? His name's Roland. Yep. Um, I'm a huge Ella Fitzgerald fan, Patsy Cline, um, Hank Williams. I love Nat King Cole, God, uh, Al Davis. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I go through the whole, and I, I feel a personal responsibility as a professional musician to uh, educate myself about music. And I've always had that attitude that I, you know, I listen to things that I don't even necessarily like all the time because I can appreciate. It's value, you know? right? Right. So
2: somebody came up with that, yeah.
4: Well, and it affects everything. Like everything's affected by everything else. There's nothing new on, in the world.
2: I just watched a whole thing on Little John. I didn't realize oh how talented God. that dude is.
4: So I have Holy a whole, crap. I have a whole New Orleans, New Orleans connection from Dave Fortman, um from our last records we made. So I spent lots of time down in New Orleans. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Little John
2: is is. I mean, this oh yeah, the, dude. he. That brain on him.
4: Fritz went through the, down the rabbit hole. With I him, did. I'm, not. I'm thinking about the right, like New Orleans, right? Isn't he? he's part of? He's part of the whole. I second think so. I second think, line, isn't he? Keep yeah, yeah, my, yeah, yeah. Right, right? Yes, yeah, yes, yeah. Yo, no, he's a that ridiculous. I mean, Dude he comes up with the, the Harry that, Connick Jr. I just whisper <laughs> your
2: name. I love Harry Connick Jr. Anyway, yeah.
4: Uh, I love it. Dave Fortman actually was a—he a, was a, an accomplished second line jazz drummer and like smokes me on drums, like could destroy me. We're talking Ugly Kid Joe oh, guitar oh, player, oh, like, I, I know, oh, like yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, that oh, whole school, really? that whole oh god, he's incredible.
1: I am shocked right now. I can, yeah, me
4: too. We've, we've, always, I we've, we've, had, I like, we've had some late night. We've had some late night under the influence of various chemicals, <laughs> sitting in his in his living room playing his V drum kit, and he'll like he would sit down and like some crazy second line, and I would be like. That's the best. That's the best I got right now. That's, that's that's what I got. There you go. Because
1: like when I think we, of like the best drummers of all time, not to fangirl on you, but you're you're yeah, dude. I I mean okay, <laughs> thank
4: you, thank yeah. you. You're yeah. it. Thank, I, you We've know, got some
1: messages here that are saying the
4: same thing. Same so. yeah. I uh you know there's so for me like drums are uh, a medium. I don't see my this is makes some people angry. I've always. I don't see myself as a drummer. I'm an artist that utilizes a medium. Right. Um. There are, Brawn from Mastodon. Oh yeah. Kidding me? Like there are drummers that absolutely smoke me. I do my thing. So I've interacted with the instrument in a way that's idiosyncratic. That word again. Um, which attracts a lot of attention. But as far as technical skill, I don't. That's not virtuoso. Virtuoso playing isn't something that ever is really. I mean I've appreciated other people and other instruments Robert Fripp like my, my all-time favorite guitar player but that's not really my thing I I just I'm a weird person I hear my I drive my guitar player crazy. Like he'll play a riff, and I play. He'll be in four four, and you'll be well. In I somewhere. play backwards over. And I'm like, hey, I'm and I'm just playing off the top of my head, and he'll be like, oh, dude, that's not that's not the chorus. That's the verse. I'm like, no, that's that's a chorus. No, you you're coming in on f- and a two. What are you doing? Like, I just that's, that's cool though because if you go back hear, into that and
2: then go back into, I just the hear things really
4: weird, and that's how we. A lot of our writing comes from that. It's from the ear, and we'll do something like go back, record it. Like, what the. What was I doing? Okay, wait a minute. What? And then, then you figure it out, and then you process it and and break it down, and and then extrapolate on it. Essentially, capture that essence. So, yeah. thank you. I appreciate it. I, you know, that's no, totally flattering.
1: Like, yeah. So it just blows my mind that you're like he could smoke me. I'm like I don't. <laughs> I, mean, I love he
3: that you humble, he dude. Do, but... he can't do what I do. You know, like I mean,
4: you know, I'm I'm you know for all of the you know the Joking, I I play extremely hard. I'm a very aggressive, for being a geeky kind of cerebral sort of person. I part of what I enjoy about drumming drumming is I like to hit shit. So,
1: That's fine. Oh shit. we'll let it slide. I, I said friend. I
4: wouldn't do that. Thank <laughs> I, I did said it this I morning, So <laughs> I, I like I like I like hitting things. I like I like the playing through it. I like the way it feels when I'm projecting energy through my kit. So I play very hard, very aggressively. Yeah. Um. I enjoyed that with my band.
1: So what was, when you weren't, we're talking with Matt from Mudbane, what was, when you weren't playing drums for 11 years, what was your release then?
4: Uh, um, uh, Reading, uh, lots of research, which is something I'm always always investigating stuff. Um, Working on my electronic music. um, Wasn't really involved. Yeah, you're right. Like, what was I actually physically doing? Because I'm a... Obviously, a an animated kind of energetic person. Um, maybe that was part of a lot of my mental problems <laughs> during that period because I, did, <laughs> I didn't have anything. Uh, Dungeons and Dragons. Right, I'm yeah. a huge D&D fan. Uh, cerebral stuff, pretty yeah, much.
1: Yeah, totally. Because I, I firmly do believe, I think, and especially, I mean, not to get this way, but yeah. I think there is a, a difference with... I think men need a physical kind of thing, mm-hmm. like whether it's the punching bag or, or whatever, there needs to be some sort of release. Uh, yeah. There's an energy there yeah. that I think there
4: that, is a testosterone you know, thing. Absolutely.
1: That needs like, it's needs the out. Yeah. There's, a, I mean, there's obviously a
4: physicality about playing drums. I've always equated it with like dancing. Mm-hmm. Um, to me, I'm very uh, spatial and geometric in the way that I approach my plane and my kit. Um, I feel like in a lot of ways I'm, you know, piloting a ship or sitting in my lab, moving around and mm-hmm. mixing beakers and Your stuff. laboratory.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Of <laughs> course.
4: And so, yeah, I mean, I ran. I was still running and doing some exercising during that whole period, yeah. but- yeah, I mean,
2: you have to then. have yeah. some killer calves on you because uh, I was watching this whole thing <laughs> with you. <laughs> look at those creamy cams
3: Yeah, traits. right. right.
4: <laughs> I need to shave. You know, usually I shave because my legs are tattooed and the tattoos look better if I, you
3: know, that was you know, you
4: know, slick skin. Jacoby said that he was like, "Well, I got to shave my
2: arms." And people were like, yeah. "Huh?" Uh, yeah, I was exactly. I'm like, "Well, you, yeah, I, yeah. He's like, "I paid so much money for Your this I don't want better. them covered over yeah. with, you know, yeah, absolutely inch absolutely. of hair." Yeah, mm-hmm. but uh, I was watching you on. I was, again. I was doing some investigation. I saw a whole thing of you it was just the cameras on you sure drums are pushed up there's we've watching. got some drum
4: cam yeah, uh, stuff it. that's just gone up recently like last year um which is i i've never even seen that kind of footage of me playing like it, it was really enlightening um <laughs> you gotta watch the game <laughs> tape
2: man you gotta watch the game <laughs> tape. <laughs> like oh my
4: god whoa what's he doing but yeah i mean you can really see like some of the stuff that i'm doing um I approach my kid in zones, and I'm kind of playing ambidextrously, so it's 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 a very weird, anomalous sort of playing style. Like, it's just me doing my thing.
2: When you were playing, do you have any stories where you had something <laughs> happen to you on stage where you're like, oh, no? Because I've had it where I've had to, like, take a dump
4: real bad. You know? um, <laughs> I'm like, oh, uh, no. Uh, for-
2: which is a big no-no. You don't eat. Chicken wings and stuff like that. No, 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 no. So, when I don't, I don't eat
4: yes, like n- hours and hours and hours before I play. Um, one of the things like for me, I've never had to go to the bathroom on the stage. It's just like running or exercising. If you're like running a ten k, mm-hmm. you're not going to have to. Well, urinate. what is urinate. Ha-
2: What is ha- what has happened to you on stage where that stands oh. out that you were like, oh man, it I, might have could, been.
4: A- yeah, I mean, we could you know talk. Um, we played on the air in New York. It was. Uh, It might have been a radio – what was it, a radio gig? And uh, a couple of these cities across the country are union, and uh, it's very hard to try to figure out – we had our show that evening, and then I had a secondary kit that was in the studio, kind of like an – and I didn't have a tech, and some guy came in to try to put my kit together, and we were awesome. Gonna, yeah, awesome. That's, <laughs> hey, that's, that was really brilliant, management. You were really looking out for number—yeah, great. Um, we're playing Happy on the air. Maybe it was Happy, or, or it was probably—it um, uh, was one of our singles. I can't remember the names of my own songs. Um, and uh, the double kick pedal came apart, and I played—yeah, uh, I played a whole song with one kick. Oh, my oh, God. Oh, man. Yeah, I don't ever... Actually, it would probably be hilarious Well, to did you point it out
2: at that point? And um, like, hey, I, this so came I, apart.
4: I went... Conan O'Brien, how about this? Yeah. No, no, no. You're already playing. It's, it's, it's too late. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Conan O'Brien, um, someone forgot to plug my in-ears in, and I played <gasps> the whole song on Conan O'Brien with what, like... I don't know what 20... How many people would be watching... Oh yeah! yeah. 5 million, 10, 15, yeah 20 yeah. million uh, I played the whole song with my in ears in, so they're basically earplugs, without hearing anything. Oh. I played the whole song, couldn't hear myself or the band, and I just played, and the band played with me. And nobody knew. Yeah. Talk about timing. And- uh, talk
3: know, about time talk, and- talk about
4: talk about have a heart attack. So one of the things. So one of the things about being a professional and not right. and managing your expectations oh, is yeah. you just you know you know. I, I mean, we've, I've had, I've been hit in the, this whole, like, what this what's this phenomenon with people being, performers being hit on stage Oh with my stuff? God, I know. I've been, I've been hit on stage. I Gosh, we were on a uh, Marilyn Manson tour and he got hit, hit on stage and he brought the person up on stage and was like, stood him up across the stage and was like, all right, come on, I'm right here. I'm right here. Let's do this. Oh my God. It was God. Ama- oh, It was amazing. Man. But I've been hit on stage and, and got up from my kit and walked off and had yeah. to be talked back. That's i talked about negative stuff like that ain't great. Yeah. Uh, I mean it, everything happens on stage. How about um something happened with Greg's rig and he uh, kicked over his amps and I didn't realize it and the whole band walked off stage and, and I was you're... and I was still playing and didn't realize it. <laughs> <laughs> how about that? That was in Atlantic City. Yeah, oh yeah. And I'm up on stage like what is Wait, going on? I'm like there's no there's band. Left there's, no the band. Right, there's no band. Wait, there's no band. It shows you how shows you how like in my head I can be you're like even I right. was like what is going on? I'm like there's no band. <laughs> There's they, no think, band, right? they think you're just doing <laughs> That's amazing You know, he, you know <laughs> Drum it, fill the cue, the cue might have been like I don't hear any other instruments In my ears <laughs> Like I only hear myself Like you know That is awesome That's awesome There's some stories
1: Alright uh, <laughs> Well, thank you so much for joining us today. This has been an absolute blast. Thank I really, thank really you appreciate you. Thank you for having you. me. Yeah, totally. Uh, we can nerd out on all kinds of different stuff off the air here so we oh, don't yeah. put everyone to sleep. Yep. Uh, but let's do some Shut Up rock Radio next. Uh, Matt from Mudvayne. Um, what, what's what's happening with you guys now? What's going on? We should probably fill people in before Yeah, we... Uh,
4: so we are still continuing to tour. Um, the, the, the feedback, the response, uh, beer foul. Mm. We... Uh, it's been amazing uh from the industry from insider people have been super supportive uh we have a great uh team around us so we're going to continue touring we are doing australia in february we're doing that with with cold chamber who we just finished our tour with which is it's going to be crazy cool we're doing like in australia australia they call them arenas and they're like three thousand seaters so it's going to be so much fun um then, so when
1: you go to Australia, is your wife going to come with you? God
4: no! Are you kidding me? <laughs> do you bring Do you bring your spouse to work? I, no. I, I,
1: come on, because
3: well, it's, it's just, just so. Because you've been touring everyone, for so long. Everybody, yeah,
4: everybody. Uh, you know, the thing with Australia is you can't. I mean, touring in Australia, it's not like America. Like you, all you can do is the coast. So you play like six shows. Okay, it's not like you're there for a week and a half. Oh, okay. And you fly. Every show is a flight date. There's no bussing because it's all on the coast, and they're so far between. Oh, so it's like. sucks yeah it's i I love it i love australia the shows are great but the touring is it's rough that's brutal you're flying every other day i'll fly like you know eight or nine times crocodiles wandering splatters you're gonna (laughs) Um, yes yeah so so that actually goes back to uh the glenn gardner story with jjo as a as a as a um show of gratitude we brought him on our first Australian tour.
1: Oh, okay. So we
4: took him and hosted him in Australia for the first time as a as a, a shout-out to JJO. Yeah,
1: like that's for, awesome. For helping
4: break the band. That was oh, one thing awesome. that we took him with us. So people come out. Yeah, obviously going to Australia is a rare opportunity. I mean, I'm incredibly grateful to be able to do it. Um, so then after that, hopefully right now what we are working on is hopefully doing a more, um, a more intimate sort of small, like, I guess theater tour in the yeah. in the spring, and then go out in the summer and maybe support like a, a cool band. You know, <laughs> like in, we should not be headline. I, I just it's just ugh, come on, yeah.
1: And uh, it cracks me up too. These nostalgia tours. I'm like, it's great because like. They're fans. Now we actually have some disposable income, so we can Bingo. go that's exactly. spend some money, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And think about the festivals we used to go to, and we'd have $10. I know, and try
4: to buy a beer, and, like, that's, you get, yeah, exactly. Right. A bottle uh, of water, and it costs, that's it.
1: 100%. The
0: JJO Morning Show Podcast with Johnny and D. Listen, rate, subscribe.